Hey, this is the Man Fuse Podcast. I am Kay Lee, audio producer, voiceover artist, sitting here with my co-host, Ben H. What's up? Real estate mogul, faithful husband, crooner, and rapper. Man, I'm giving you tight, like, it's just going to go on for 10 minutes. Dude, I'm just doing my best, man, every single day. You're doing a good job, just Ben. Just doing my best. So, to narc or not to narc, Ben, um, yes. I'm kind of in a in a unique situation. So, say about a year and a half back, my neighbors, who were nice and cool, but kind of fucking weird. The wife um, had the husband's balls in a jar and... and Kind of a fucked up dynamic, but anyway, it was pathetic to watch. But is this they... about married life or narking? This is about narking. Okay, I'm just giving you some backstory here, Got but it. I guess it could tie into married life. It sounds because like it right. Does. I mean, right? Was I thought I was describing myself? I didn't say. Sound that. familiar, Ben? <laughs> <laughs> nuts in a jar. I don't know where my nuts are. <laughs> yeah. Hanging off the back of your truck. <laughs> yeah. Brass ball. Twenty four k. That's right. They sold the house. And these new people moved in, mm -hmm. and they kind of fucking suck. The daughter now is, I believe, 16. Mm, tough age. Ooh, yeah, for them, not for me. I don't think she goes to school anymore. I'm almost positive. She, I believe, runs that fucking house. The cops have been called multiple times, so I don't, I don't know if there's domestic violence going on, but I believe she's called the cops at least one of the times and I don't think she's going to school. Mm. And so that already tells me that they can't discipline her right. or get her to do anything that they don't want. Now, right. I believe when they moved in, she was living on the upstairs. I've never been in the house, not since the other people moved out. But now she's staying in the basement with access to the outside world. Well, 16's a crazy age, man. I mean, you know, there's a lot going on at 16. Oh, absolutely. Especially if you have the tendency to push the limits. Oh, yeah. There or are a you lot have of limits the freedom. that can be pushed. And if you, you know? have the freedom, if no one's giving you the discipline That's or right. whatever. So this is what I've been seeing on a daily basis. People, Ubers coming at 4 in the morning, 2 in the morning, them sneaking out like around the sides of the house. Oh, wow. Meeting the Uber. We, and we live in the back of the neighborhood in a huge cul-de-sac. Yeah. I'm dead smack in the middle, and they are just, they're about 11 o'clock. So there's all kinds of stuff going on. Right. Um, cars pulling up, parking outside of the view of the dad's office, which is in the front like corner of the yeah. house. And what they started doing is, is they park in front of my house and they've been cutting through my fucking yard yeah. to get to there. And they don't know gate. old man, old man K. Lee is up. That's right. Well, this has happened like, dude, a week ago, it happened like Peering four, through the window. No, four. Well, I don't even have my blinds up. Peering I'm, through the blinds. I'm just. <laughs> you're standing there. <laughs> you're standing there like a freaking lion. Right. <laughs> with dude, your chest dude, out. Dude, it happened four times in the same day. So instead of going down their driveway yeah. and then looping to the right or the left yeah. to meet their whatever, right. to sneak out, to sneak in, I watched the girl come out, cut through my yard to meet people and walk them back through my yard wow. to the back. Show her the way. Dude, finally after like the second day, like the sixth time, as soon as they start walking back, I mean, I don't think my front doors ever swung open so fast. <laughs> you like, I, I was watching. I was like, excuse me, can you use your own driveway 
for ingress. They're and like egress. asshole. If we do that, we're gonna get busted. So then what they do is. They start inching along, like, the border. I mean, dude, they couldn't have gone. And then they cut down their driveway, but the, the very edge. And they're, like, trotting real quick. So I'm like, okay, now they're involving me. They're cutting through my shit. Right. And I'm like, I feel like, and dude, when now I was 16. Now you feel like you're a part of the deal. Well, but I haven't seen them do it since. Yeah. Since I barked at them. And the daughter goes, oh, sorry, and kind of just looks down and, like, oh, I know I'm busted. Right. Please don't tell me. But, like, I wanted to say something to him because I'm like, do you know what the fuck your daughter is doing right now? Yeah. Your daughter is having dudes, lots of dudes, creeping. Like, you guys probably don't check the fucking basement. You have no idea what's going on down there. It's not my place. But what if something happens to her? On your yard. Not even on my yard. Like, in general, what if just, they don't know, and yeah. then I find out that she is in a you might feel a certain sense of responsibility. fatal car accident because she's hanging out with some 18-year-old douche who's yeah. picking her up? You're going to feel some sense of responsibility that you let them off the hook at a moment which could have caused her parents, had they known something was going on, that would have caused them to tighten the screws, which may have prevented said... Thing from tragedy, happening. final destination. I don't know if it'll ever get that bad. Hopefully, it won't. But well, you never know what turns in life occur, and it just goes to show the depth of life and how deep things really are. Because um, you know, there's just one level right there where you see her, and now you're considering telling her parents. You know, th that's an outside force that her parents aren't even considering. Maybe the neighbor has seen something that they would like to tell me. Obviously, you're a father, right? Right. So as a parent, you would probably want to know. Right. And when I was 16, I was doing fucking way but worse. at the same time, once you do that, now you're busted. Why am I busted? As the guy that narks. I mean, you which know, is fine. By the punk kids. I mean, okay, you can label but me narc. Cool. You know I what mean, I mean? Like, There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, right now, I'm get off my grass. I'm that guy. Yeah. yeah. Well, do you know the guy? I mean, do you know the neighbor at all? Have, I mean, you... yeah. Like, when I walk out, I say, hey, neighbor. I mean, is, are, are they your age or older? Or... He's older. Um, he's, a, he's a hothead. Um, he has yelled and gone off at on a lot of neighbors and people and, really oh yeah dude he's a really? hothead yeah he's Holy he's chased down the bus driver no way and fucking just like banging on the button You're kidding. Just no no I'm, I'm not joking like so so yeah he's a he is he's a hothead so she's literally risking her life to get busted here i mean that a hothead in what sense i mean like because like in this in the way that will smith smacked chris rock yeah, you like know? just he just lost it, but like is he disciplining his child? Because the other thing is if I do say something to him and he goes, Yeah, man, she's a whore. <laughs> I mean, I, <laughs> what do you want me to do? <laughs> is that how you imagine the conversation going? <laughs> <laughs> that would be actually good for you. <laughs> if it was that easy. You're like, ah, shit, cool, fuck it. I know, bro. She's dudes a whore. Are, dudes are coming out of here all hours of the fucking night. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> I, I, I mean, 
And I'm not calling her that. I'm just saying in my mind, I don't know what the dynamic is. Like I've seen the cops multiple times. I have never figured out exactly what went down. I know one of the times involved her. And so there's definitely, she gets heated over there. You know your daughter's not going to school. You're not making her go to school and she's living in your house. I don't know what the amount of discipline you know, well, dude, I mean, the world is crazy. Like, like with the COVID thing, I don't know how that translates to school anymore. Like, you, I always think about like kids that went through the last two years. Like, say you're in high school, you didn't have to go to school for the last two years, so now you just have to go to school. I mean, obviously the answer is yes. Now you just have to go to school, but in the mind of the adolescent, that must be a real problem right now. Well. But they were still, when they weren't going to school, as long as you weren't in a an area that had heavy poverty. Right. I mean, you had computers and sure. you were you had to do your shit online. Yeah. I would imagine they were still sticking. Okay, well, you need to get this done. But Aaron. That's what I'm saying. I wonder how much of that carries over. My wife over. told me last night that we have a brand new, like, super nice high school, like, right down the street from yeah. here. It's brand new. It's it's sick. Right. Um, we know two teachers there. They said that they cannot fail any kid for any reason whatsoever. There will be no kid that will be held back regardless of attendance, regardless of Cause grades. Because what do you do? Everybody would fail. Everybody get held back. But, but no, it's the... It's such a structural issue is all I'm saying, even at a higher level. Well, it's, it's, it's almost like this pussy culture, this participation trophy but what i'm saying you don't even have to participate you don't it's, even have to take it's tests. ridiculous man like they you can take a test as many times as it takes to pass they cannot fail anybody no one will be held back so that means this girl could go to school once a week and still pass she's still gonna pass it's and she it's probably really knows crazy, that man of course she knows that that's I mean, 16 years old you're not up. stupid can dude. you imagine what like, you might be dumb but you're not stupid you can see the writing on the wall in front of you. Hey, I can do this. You know what's and get going away with... on when you're 16 years old. Right, right, right. right. But you're not. You're driving. But, but, yeah, but you're not thinking of the ramifications of. We don't understand uh, that. Of, no. Right, but can you imagine like millions of kids that it's, didn't it's, learn? I think and it's didn't happening pass? right now. It's creating is happening a slave right culture, now. bro. It's like creating a fucking slave culture. What are you going to do with those kids? Well, ultimately, they're either going to become entrepreneurs and become very successful. That's a few. Handful, right? maybe. Right. Or you're going to pay them nothing to do nothing. And they're going to live off of the government. That's right. And or. you create, yeah, exactly. Which is, which is, you know, what is being created right now. It's just this, it's this culture, man. It's horrible with COVID. You know, and you saw it even with everything with regard to COVID. We don't have to get into COVID, but it's so interesting to me how easily people took to government control, which in my opinion was tyrannical. And it's interesting to see that even the aftermath of something like a lockdown, which was proven not to work from a medical perspective, but nonetheless, the effect of it on adolescent youth is, oh, all of a sudden no one can be failed, which means we're just pushing people through, which means that at the end of the day, we're pushing non-educated people out into the world. Right. I mean, just like we or can't. Or less educated than they should be, rather. When when I was in school, even though I dropped out and got my good enough diploma, 
and my $500 gift card to, a, to, a, to a, a technical college of right. my choice, right. which I never went. Um, when you took like a big test, they'd have like the grades posted like on a bulletin yeah. board. They can't even do that anymore because people will get their feelings hurt. That's you crazy. You hurt my feelings. <clears throat> my feelings. I mean, dude, I don't know, man. I guess. God, what a bunch of soft pussies <laughs> what a time man what what just a crazy time you know ultimately to be alive but it but it pushes the greater um message which in my opinion is that people need to wake up people need to understand what's happening in their communities in their schools in their families i think that we're way too on autopilot dude we're way too out of the decision making process of society we just want it to be we want it to be done for us we want it to be okay we want it to be just we want someone else to do it right now that's been shown to be dangerous you're giving control yeah dude and once that you give control you ain't getting it back that's right exactly so how much control are you comfortable giving you know right because they're not going to give it back when you they won't get, get control. it back the only way you get it back is by fighting for it you can get it back, but you're only getting it back by fighting for it. So let me ask you a question, getting back on topic. So you're an older man. You know, you don't have a girl, but you do have a son. Yes. 16 years old. He says, fuck you. I'm not going to school anymore. Now, technically, I don't think you can throw his ass out on the street. I guess you could send him away. But if you have somebody like, let's just say, I don't know the dynamic because he might tell me she's a whore or he might tell me that... You know, um, he can't do anything like he's just he's helpless because she calls the cops on him. I mean, whatever it is. And he might be just afraid of her. How would you handle that? Well, I mean, if you just kind drop, of all... it. Well, OK, so so my answer in my situation is my 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 objective is to have my son involved in things that are interesting to him. I feel that I was not given attention to the extent that I was offered ways of pursuing education that were of interest to me as as a youth right it was just hey you're going to this school you're going to make these grades we don't care if you don't like it get your ass in there and that to me was it sucked bro yeah, me too That's i mean it fucking sucked man i mean most of my life most of my younger life in school sucked i didn't love it yeah i mean yeah. there's a lot of great things that came out of it but dude i mean i didn't like it at all yeah me neither and i still don't like it so am I in disagreement with this girl? No, but I am in disagreement for my own self. And I mean, I don't know what she's doing either, but I understand that she doesn't want to go to school. What my father and my parents did is they said, look, you got to go. And guess what? In a couple of years, you don't have to go anymore. But right now, Ben, you got to go. And for me, it was sports. I played football. And I had to go to school to play football. And I had to make certain grades to play football. And so that's what it was for me. And so I think sports are very helpful. Obviously, she doesn't look like she's playing any sports. She looks like she's shooting heroin. And, you know, so, I mean, <laughs> for me, my hope for Jack is that we're able to have him involved in something, even if it's sports, on a level that he is interested in that at least spills over. The ultimate for me would would be a completely different type of education and a completely different type of lifestyle for him. 
I guess he could send her ass to fucking military school or some shit like that. I mean, because you are still a minor, and I don't know if you can technically. Can you kick a 16-year-old out of your house legally? No. I, no. I, I mean, I don't. You probably can't. But military school's expensive, man. Right. Because I'm, I'm trying to picture like, okay, and hopefully. Well, you have two daughters. Well, right. But I, and a son. And <laughs> They're I could, young. But yeah. I could end up where I've got, I mean, you never know where I could be in a situation where it's like my relationship with them hopefully is not is not broken or cracked to where they care about, you know, like when you talk to a stripper yeah, and you ask them, what does your dad do? Right. Like in just making conversation. And I used to do this as a test. I haven't spoken to that piece of shit in fucking 20 years. All the time. Because if they had a good... you get that answer a lot? Oh, my... Well... When you ask... if you, I mean, oh, you yeah. said you... Oh, yeah. Dude, I totally, mean, because... I, I haven't talked to that many of them. Oh, tonight, I but have, I, I, No, I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not trying to bring that... I'm just saying. No, it's interesting. No, because if you ask them, and hairstylists... Ooh, ooh. <laughs> got him. Oh, got him. <laughs> are... Not all, but... I mean... Pretty close? <laughs> Let's just say that a lot of them have fractured relationships with their father. I don't know why. Yeah. But I've date I've dated a crapload of hairdressers. Yeah. I don't know why because they're funky, they're cool, they're right. hot, and they're sexy, whatever. Right. Um, but with strippers, definitely, dude. Like, I mean, it would nine out of ten. I mean, if not ten out of ten, you have a good relationship with your daughter. Yeah. Your daughter would probably never think you'd be okay with that like right. that would be such a disappointment mm-hmm. do you see what i'm saying like like that's why that's why i always say dude like um, that's why they say strippers have daddy issues what we're really talking about is leadership parental leadership is what we're talking about and to me my experience with leadership in my life is that the most effective style of leadership on me or over me is that of admiration Right. Not of fear. Right. Of course. I am admiring of my leadership, whether it be my parents or my teachers or my coaches or my, you know, military sergeants or superiors or even in business, you know, someone who is acting in a leadership position in a deal or something like that. If I have admiration for that person, dude, I am much more likely to go along with what they say. I'm much more likely to learn from what it is that they have to teach. I'm much more likely to um, do the right thing versus the tactic of fear. Right, right. No, yeah. I mean, because some people rule by fear, but like. And what you're telling me about this guy is that he's a hothead and he's using the tactic of fear on people around the neighborhood to include the bus driver, as a matter of fact. He has. So likely he's done this with his daughter. And it has gotten to the point where, guess what? She's not scared anymore. And she knows that he's maybe all talk. I mean, it's all bark. Well, she's just not scared anymore. All bark, no bite. Dude, let me tell you, even if there is a bite, once you're not scared of getting bit anymore, you're a dangerous motherfucker, bro. Oh, totally. You know what I'm saying? Well, and that's what I tell Aaron that was we... We go on long walks, lovers' long walks, and walks lo- long lovers' walks in the dark, all the time. Especially with and seven- whisper to one yeah. another. Especially with seventy-five hard, <laughs> long lovers' walks. Um, <laughs> Notice how he said hard, hard, hard. <laughs> <laughs> hard. <laughs> it's so hard. 
That's all you should say is just, duh. Yeah. <laughs> what that's, is that extra? That's got to be your new thing when you see air and you do duh. <laughs> it's hard. <laughs> what happened is just hard. You know she wants what some. happened is just hard. Hard. <laughs> oh, God, it's so hard. Oh, God. Duh. Duh. <laughs> when we did that erotic novel, we should have pronounced every D. Does. Yeah, we should have pronounced every D like that. Yeah. His dick. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so there are some dogs in this neighborhood that have attacked people. Yeah. Told my son, too. Once you decide that you're not afraid to get bit, yes. then you can kill the motherfucker. That's right. Put your fucking arm out. Yeah. Now, granted, if it's a big... My son's only nine, so he's not going to be able to take down like a pit bull. But us being, you know, 200 pounds, 190 pounds, 100-pound dog, even that solid muscle, take my arm, but you lose your life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So how, how would you kill a dog? Well... <laughs> this is rowdy. Take my arm, but I'm... Take Now what? Uh, I don't know what I would do. <laughs> okay, now the dog has my arm in his mouth. How am I going to go about killing this dog? Now, this is all in theory. <laughs> okay. We need to back off Kai real quick. <laughs> right. Let's talk about me here. How am I going to do it? Well, normally, if I've got clear head, I've got a blade on me of some sort. Got it. So, okay, so the my blade arm's helps. going out. You got and one arm knife, with the dog. And then my fucking the knife other is arm going with the blade. in his throat. If I had to go hand-to-hand combat here. Yeah. I weigh more than a 100-pound dog. Yeah. And yes, dogs can throw their fucking weight. Oh. Big time. Like feathers. Yes. But a 190-pound, 200-pound person that is fucking dropping his weight. Yeah. You break its fucking neck. So. I mean, his arm might be in your mouth. You're getting fucked up. You're not walking away unscathed. Here's here's my strategy. Gouge his eyeballs out. Here, no, here's my dog attack strategy. Put your you finger in his butthole. No, nope. <laughs> I'm, I'm taking that freaking leg, whichever one I can grab, and I'm breaking it over my knee like a fucking stick. That's, that's a good, that's a good one. That's yeah. what I'm going for, dude. I don't care where the dog's got me. I'm grabbing one of those four legs, and I'm breaking it over my freaking like leg a like a freaking stick. That's yeah. what's happening. No, yeah, and I mean. I'm breaking, I'm going for the knees. I'm going to turn those joints upside down, dude. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to tear them legs up. <laughs> You're going to be just a mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You're not going anywhere. So player. that is a good... And it's... then I'm going to go get my gun. And I'm going to put you out of your misery. And that's going to be that. See, I guess I never really even thought about that. And I guess because that is the weakest point, which is smart, Ben. That's how you disable any dog, bro. Yeah. Well, thank you for that. Now that's now it's my new strategy I'm adopting. Snap! Yeah. <laughs> well, you only have one arm now. Doesn't matter. He can be on this arm. But, I mean, dude, some dogs are fucking pulling. I mean, like, some dude, dogs... Dude, I'm going... Go well, I might be holding one the leg down with a knee. Yeah. And then I'm pulling it up. I'm doing something with I that leg, bro. I might just chew that motherfucker. I'm getting, I might... <laughs> getting in on that damn knee. Well, because, like, I've had two pit bulls, like, and they're both blue, and yeah. they're both very rowdy and very strong. Um, shout out to Tank. Yeah, shout out to Tank, RIP. If I had a 40 right now, I would spill some for you, buddy. Um, but I do know that when wrestling with them or when I've had to snatch their asses up when they were not going after me, but, like, when they were just 
being rowdy and they were fucking going full throttle on something. Once I laid my weight, I mean, you know, I mean, I was probably 185 pounds, but like a wrestler yeah. throws his weight, you know, yeah. because it's easy to pick someone up when they're flailing. Yeah. But when someone's dead weight, yeah, it's hard as fuck to worst. move a, a person. Yeah. A dead weight. The so, problem with a dog is once they get the main artery, you're fucked. So the whole thing about a dog is you got to prevent their teeth from severing your main artery in your arm or in your leg or in your neck. And and that's the areas that they're going for. Right. And so that's the tough part about a dog uh, right. is get preventing that main artery from being severed. Because then you're bleeding out, dude. Right. And that's it. I know we're completely off subject. We're talking about how to take down a fucking dog. <laughs> and we go from parenting tips to how I was going to kill a dog. <laughs> Regardless. <laughs> Getting back to the girl next door. Right. Um, the girl dude, next door. What I was saying, the reason we got on that is because I was saying, dude is using fear as a leadership tactic. It's what was used on him. It's what worked on him. It's probably all he knows how to do. And it's not working on his daughter anymore. She's not afraid. There's no admiration there because there's no admiration for a fucking asshole. It's true. And, and you're so, right. you know, don't be a fucking asshole to your kids, man. Your final thoughts. Do I narc or do I not narc? I mean, what? Even though we've gone on four different tangents. Uh, well, I'm the cutting, only thing I'm, you can really say is, look, your daughter and her friends are cutting across my yard, you know, two, three, four in the morning. Just thought you'd like to know. I've seen Uber pick them up. They're getting picked up by Uber. They're cutting across the yard two, three, four in the morning. I get up early because I do the radio station thing and I see them. They're getting picked up. They're getting dropped off. Something's going on. You may know about it. If so, cool. Just telling you neighbor to neighbor. Have a nice day. Yeah, I guess that's the best way to do it. I mean, it's the only way to go about it because that's all you've seen. That's all you know. You can speculate and theorize, and you're probably right, but it doesn't fucking matter. But what you do know is what you saw. Right. There's a lot of dudes going in and out of your basement, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> so you had a sausage party last uh, night, uh, didn't you? Yeah. What are you talking about? Uh, Someone was here for the gangbang. <laughs> Look, bro, we're not with the alternate lifestyle, okay? Right, yeah, right. What are you talking about? Some swingers knocked on my door last night, and apparently they were looking for your house. Yeah, I said, <laughs> I said hello, and they said, I'm here for the gangbang. It's a whole and, gang uh, of them. Yeah. Matter of fact, it was all about the gangbang. Some real pipe-hitting motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something, buddy. You got balls. <laughs> 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 oh my god some real if fun. that line of dudes came over looking for my wife i don't think i'd lock the door yeah <laughs> yeah right yeah i'm I, I can't believe you let him in your house but i don't know how you prevent it <laughs> oh my god <laughs> yeah, approach him like it's for him <laughs> I don't know what you guys do over there at four in the morning, but please tell them your address. They came over to my house. That's how you tell hey, them. I'm bro. cool with the alternate. I'm cool, bro. I'm cool with different lifestyles. Look, whatever you guys do, you know what? Cool with me, bro. Just put a pineapple on your front by your front door, and they'll know where to go. Pineapple mailbox. Yeah. Could be a thing. Yeah, or just a fucking... But look, man, we got little kids over here. Yeah. You know. Yeah, we... <laughs> Four in the morning's just, you know, they hit the doorbell. Right. I mean... Yeah. They're not knocking and running. They're they're, they're standing they're standing in the window. They're here for something. Yeah. 
they're here for the evening. That's right. Yeah. So, all right, I guess I'm going to have to. That's an awkward conversation. Is it different because it's a girl versus a boy? If, let's say, a son lived there and he was parading women, 16, 18-year-old women. It's different because, you know, look, dude. The truth is but that why? Because it's that's what society trains women, us to be. Women, well, maybe it's what society trains to be. My belief, right, is that a man, a man, a man's natural tendency is the hunt. Is to is to take is to take down as many girls as possible. What if that's her mission? And, is and, to take and down a as woman's many. natural tendency is to protect herself from getting taken down as much as possible. But maybe not her. I mean, not natural <laughs> tendency. That's probably wrong to say. Maybe it is society. I don't know what it is. Point being, well, it's a double standard. I mean, it's girls can have as much sex as they want. Guys, I mean, I have some, a couple of my boys just get thrown at them. It's right. never been like that for me. I've always had to be nice and ask and, you know, all this kind of stuff. Can I touch it? <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying? No, like dating it. or something right, like that. Right. You know what I mean? Like for me, that's kind of how it's always been, but like they always threw it at me. But that, it was because of where I worked or whatever. It wasn't because I'm the most handsome man in the world. But well, you are a pretty handsome. No, guy. thank you, thank you. All right, it's one of those double what is it, double standards. It's yeah, it's like, a double standard. Well, it's like, but it's easier for them to get laid. Is all I'm saying. Oh yeah, it's easier for girls to get laid. Yet they're criticized highly for doing a lot of it. It's very difficult for us to get laid, and we are therefore hailed. <laughs> for doing a lot of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the double standard. So, you know, fuck it, dude, because it's easy for them to get laid. It's right. tough for dudes to get laid. Tougher. Right, but but saying, but if it was a boy that was, you know, bringing all these girls over and was 16, let's say the parents didn't care, he lived in the basement, wasn't going invi- to school. You'd be like, hey, bro. Can I come over? <laughs> <laughs> come over here and talk to Uncle Chris. Yeah. Shoot a couple rounds with me. Tell me what's yeah. happening over there. Let me bring him over here. Let me tell him the story. Hey, man, I'm up early radio station thing. You guys ever need some snacks or anything? Just let me. <laughs> I got granola bars. And... <laughs> you'd be like a you'd be like a neighborhood parent, like leaving out a, a bucket of freaking snacks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like a trail of breadcrumbs. You guys ever need some water? Just let me know. Yeah. I want you to stay hydrated. <laughs> I don't want anyone thirsty over exactly. there. I want everyone quenched. Okay? Listen, I know your folks are taking care of it, but just so you know, I'm up late hours. So yeah. you ever need anything, just hook me. Just hit me up. You want me to fire up the grill at three in the morning, make some steaks? <laughs> Bro, you're a fucking legend. And I'm saying that as a legend myself. Back in my day, I was like you. Right? <laughs> God, I'm living vicariously right now through you. <laughs> It'd be a different conversation. It'd be like, dude, this kid's killing it. I'm oh, going dude. to high five his dad. Yeah, fuck. We'd, we'd be the girl. We'd, you're like, fuck. Dude, we'd, we'd be in the cul-de-sac. We'd be in the cul-de-sac. And we'd be like, watch this. Watch him get out of the car with another specimen. Girls are it, tough, dude. It's a whole different thing with girls. Well, it's weird too because it's the same thing with like, um, you know, when you see a a cougar picking up a hot like a young buck, mm-hmm. you're like. Oh, good for her. Yeah. Good for her. Past a certain age, they are hailed. Right. Yeah, good for her. But when you see a dude picking up like, let's say a a 50 or 40-year-old man picking up like a 19 or 20-year-old, you're like, gross. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not like gross. I see why he's interested, but but most majority is like, gross. Like, what a pedophile. Right. I guess at the end of the day, finally, I'm going to boil it down. I'm going to have an awkward conversation. That's Man Fused. Talk to you next week. Peace.